Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this Monday, November 8th edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Welcome into the show today, Spencer Puy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us on this Monday as a lot to talk about today. Um, obviously, we'll, uh, we'll first go over some scores from last week. Uh, Football-wise, uh, big night. A lot of things determined. A lot of things beforehand thought was going to happen didn't happen. Um, Jefferson, Colin called that game. Uh, they got the big win, forty-seven to thirteen over Washington. Washington currently, or at that point, was sitting at fourteenth. Needed some help if they were going to lose. Didn't get that help. They are not in the playoffs. Um, then obviously a couple other teams. Morgantown Spring Mills, that was a game for the playoffs. Whoever won that game would have made the playoffs. And Morgantown, after a lightning delay, as power went out in Morgan or in uh, Spring Mills, excuse me, they didn't start that game until I think after 8 40. That was uh, because I guess at 6 50, the power just went out in the area. I uh, talked about that a little bit during the game, uh, but Morgantown came out victorious 49 to 13, thus making the playoffs. And then uh, other teams in action in the EPAC. Parkersburg beat Musselman 56-52. to Parkersburg, Parkersburg was leading in that game most of the game. Musselman came back and really made that one a game, unfortunately falling and finished the season at 3-7. and And on Saturday, Hedgesville traveled to Hampshire and got the 34-21 win. Hedgesville wins four games in this 2021 season as they continue to build that program up. Coach Faircloth definitely excited his team got to play that game and was able to get a victory as they pull forward to the next season. That would be his third season next year at the helm uh four and six on the season for them martinsburg off now the most important part um triple a brackets came out their stuff was kind of leaked on saturday evening uh pairings were kind of already kind of out uh but big one this week martinsburg number two in the rankings faces number 15 parkersburg south and then on that's on friday at 7 30 p.m at coburn field we'll have that one pregame show 6 30 and then on friday uh breaking some news here just got it all approved an hour and a half sports mix on friday we'll break down a lot of the stuff in triple a football playoffs we'll have on a lot of personalities play-by-play guys from around the state to break down all of the mat or a bunch of the matchups try and get as many as we can broken down um and then the only other team in the area in action this week in playoffs is number six jefferson hosting number 11 hurricane that is saturday at 1 30 at cougar stadium unfortunately we will not be able to broadcast that one due to broadcasting shepherd uh that we are trying to look at some things but unfortunately we are broadcasting shepherd's senior day that is now against clarion on saturday instead of against slippery rock slippery rock won their west division and will play in the championship um but some definitely some things to look at in this playoff matchup just want to get your guys opinions on everything which one 
There we go, Nick. Which one did you want to talk about first? Um, just impressions of the, the top 16. I'll, I'll read them out since uh, you know not a lot of people have seen it. So, number one, Huntington playing number 16, Wheeling Park. Number eight, Greenbrier East playing number nine, George Washington. Number four, University playing number 13, Woodrow Wilson. Number five, Cabell Midland playing number 12, South Charleston. Obviously, number two, Martinsburg. Number 15, Parkersburg South. Um, number three, Bridgeport. Against number 14, Morgantown, number 6, Jefferson, number 11, versus number 11, Hurricane. And, you know, I really want to get your guys' opinion on this. Number 7, Spring Valley playing number 10, Princeton. If Spring Valley handles their business, Martinsburg handles their business, we'll get a rematch in Martinsburg next Friday or or Saturday. Again, I think that probably should happen, obviously. Uh, you know, Princeton was kind of a team that a lot of people didn't really think was that great all season. They fell from 5 to 10 here in the last few weeks. Uh, you know, Hedgesville had a chance to beat them. I think Spring Valley is obviously a better team than Hedgesville. Um, and they take care of business probably and get that win. And, of course, Martinsburg, you know, with the week off, maybe get some guys healthy for the playoffs and – uh, you know, it's a decent Parkersburg South team. They they're, they're uh, been kind of up and down all year. Um, they might provide a challenge early on, but I think overall, Martinsburg does have more talents as long as they come to play. You know, we should probably get that good second round match between Spring Valley and Martinsburg that a lot of people uh, will certainly be looking forward to. And uh, Spring Valley would then make the trip up here, which uh, would be interesting. Obviously, the Timberwolves have had the the Bulldogs number the last two games winning the past two uh, and both have been really good football games so either way you're going to get a dangerous team there in the second round in Spring Valley and you know a great football game there in the second round presuming those two teams get the wins this week for uh for my side of the thoughts it was a pretty sure top seven it might even be more didn't really change from last week so it, we were kind of been hinted on what the matchups were at least going to be there and ha- the fact that uh in that second round most likely favorite wise we'll get a rematch for uh martinsburg and spring valley either friday or saturday here in two weeks and that should be a big one i mean as nick said spring valley's had martinsburg's number but at the same time martinsburg was up two touchdowns and blew it so hopefully if they get to meet again they won't blow it as for jefferson it was a great game on friday that offense looked uh really really good and unfortunately for them they're in that same side of the bracket as martinsburg so won't get to see an epac state championship but if they do meet again it'll be in the semifinals and expect a pretty uh big game and Maybe this time around it won't be as uh, lopsided as it was last time, but I don't know. Yeah, and you you talk about kind of knowing things going into that game or going into this week uh, rankings-wise. Not a lot changed at the top except for University fell from number three to number four. Bridgeport rose from number five to number three. Cabell Midland fell from number four to number five. Jefferson stayed at six. Spring Valley stayed at seven, Greenbrier East stayed at eight, George Washington at nine, or no, Greenbrier East, uh, it was all tied up at ten, so Cabell Midland, or no, I'm looking yeah, at the Yeah, there was one. a lot of ties, and that's what made it interesting. Well, the thing is, a lot of things actually switched around a bit. 
uh, because at the beginning of the week when they first came out, Spring Mills was tied for 16th, I believe. Yes. When they got those bonus points together, like they kind of either changed it on Tuesday or Wednesday night, Spring Mills fell to 18th. So they needed a lot of they needed to beat Morgantown, and then uh, you know a lot of things to happen. But you know one big thing that happened was Woodrow Wilson beating South Charleston because that gave Woodrow Wilson a playoff spot. Woodrow Wilson was sitting outside of the playoffs going into that game on Friday because after they rearranged everything Woodrow Wilson was tied for 16 but uh they were sitting at 17 in the revised rankings I think too while Huntington probably still beats a team like Wheeling Park you know them as a 16 I think could at least challenge the uh, Highlanders early you know pretty good program there now they've lost a lot from their team that they had last year but just to show you know kind of the turnover in high school football I mean that was a blowout when Wheeling Park came to Huntington last season. Um, you know, it's a long trip, though, for this year's Wheeling Park team, and obviously Huntington's much improved. But th- they could maybe provide a, a challenge early on. Um, overall, though, I think, you know, it's a pretty good bracket this year in terms of the top 16, you know, some really solid teams even at the bottom. Um, you know, Morgantown has been a competitive team all year to, to keep an uh, eye on. And, you know, just – I think it's going to be good high school football playoffs. Uh, Jefferson going back to Friday's game, too. You know, a couple key plays for them late. Uh, That stop they had against Washington there on that drive, that was literally like an inch. I mean, between a first down and a fourth down, or a turnover on downs, I should say. And obviously Jefferson made that stop and then come back with that 98-yard touchdown pass. That was the game right there. Washington obviously, you know, had a good effort in that first half, but once they gave that play up, I feel like with their style of play, it made it really tough for them to come back and get into the playoffs. Then ultimately, because that loss obviously knocked them out. Well, another thing that happened was uh, in the rankings. Uh, let me double check where they ended up after. Okay, so they stayed the same initially, but thirteen was John Marshall. They just completely got their butts kicked by Wheeling Park, thirty-five to seven, and Wheeling Park went from sitting at number nineteen out of the playoffs to finishing at sixteen and just getting into the playoffs. Yeah, so you look at like a team like Musselman, right? When we were sitting there, I mean, like, can they make this run? And they beat a team like Wheeling Park, and that was a huge win for them. And the same thing could have happened for Musselman if. You know, they took care of business against, like, Washington. But, obviously, they didn't. Yeah. So, yeah, we were saying from the get-go when uh, Musselman was sitting at 2-4, and four, they needed to win out to make it, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. But when they beat Wheeling Park, who's a pretty good team, and we saw, like, that quality of a win with Wheeling Park this past week would have helped a team like Musselman. But, obviously, Musselman, you know, struggled here in the last few weeks and couldn't get in. It's just crazy how the, they were bunched up in the latter half that going from 19 19- – to getting in at 16 because the 13 lost. Yeah. So a, a team at 6 and 4 didn't make the playoffs. You think you're able to get in the playoffs at 6 and 4? Usually. Usually. But that just shows how competitive this AAA uh classification is right now. At least toward the bottom in terms of, you know, the teams trying to get in, but really even in that middle of the pack and even at the top, you know, I think when Martinsburg lost to Spring Valley, it at least proved that they're not necessarily you know going to run the table easily. 
Um, you know, I, I still think they could win the state championship, but uh, you know, it's not going to be easy. Like a team like Huntington could could knock them off, or even before that, you never know. So I think that loss made things very interesting, and now we should have a really good postseason. I think this year, like we said, I agree. Anything yeah. from you, Colin? Nothing else to add. No, I completely agree with what uh, Nick said. All right. Well, that does it for our first segment of the Sports Mix today. Sponsored by Hager Sound Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerSoundFord.com. We come back. We'll talk about some other local teams, high school-wise, doing some big things this week. And one over the weekend did pretty well in the state tournament. Unfortunately, didn't get the win, but didn't win the state championship, but still had an overall good outing over two days in Beckley for the boys' soccer tournament. We'll talk about that next on the sports mix they're talking to mine then you roll in with your hair in the wind baby without warning this is eric at hagerstown ford over the last decade the way we buy things have evolved now you get on your phone click want it and it shows up at your front door at hagerstown ford it is that convenient we've changed the car buying experience on the i-81 corridor forever and with the return policy better than walmart there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car truck or suv anywhere else just like amazon hagerstown ford will deliver the vehicle to you where you are and on your time if you don't want it return it no questions asked why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back and forth games besides we hate it more than you do i assure you no dealership from winchester virginia to washington dc will beat our price no dealership from chambersburg pennsylvania to baltimore maryland will beat our price and no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it hagerstown ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price visit hagerstownford.com to schedule your vip experience click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk dealer for details ever try to collect on an insurance claim perhaps a homeowner's claim auto accident or fire insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen and when it does they don't want to pay or they offer too little at mansion ferretti we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim call us today for help in getting what you really deserve mansion ferretti when you need justice remember when you were a little kid and saw your first deer and an adult maybe you've had a different experience where'd that come from bambi mess up your dream machine call cody's auto body today at 304-901-4777 and get the work done right the first time cody's auto body 851 wilson street in martinsburg has a team of auto body professionals with a lifetime of experience putting your ride back together again regardless of how it got that way you're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back into this edition of the sports mix just want to talk a little soccer right now uh state championships over the weekend uh we discussed a little bit on friday um on friday afternoon uh 
girls state champ or early more mid morning to afternoon the final didn't it didn't become final until we got off there uh, number four spring mills girls soccer and triple a fell to number one george washington the eventual state championship state champions who uh won two to one over wheeling park and then on the boys side um, the boys' state ch- tournament happened. They both happened in Beckley on Friday and Saturday. Uh, we had an upset in round one. Number four Washington beat number one George Washington two to one. And then in the other side of the bracket, number two Morgantown beat number three Cabell Midland two to one. So it was Washington versus Morgantown, a four versus a two in the state championship uh unfortunately for washington they they fell two nil uh but triple a boys state soccer runner-ups washington patriots shout out to the washington patriots boys soccer team maybe you'll get to cover those games that we'll call those games next year yeah maybe we can try to but yeah great season obviously uh came up short which is unfortunate but still plenty of positives to look at 13 and 3 i believe it was their record overall on the year very impressive and uh i mean making it to the state championship is a big accomplishment especially for a uh, young program in washington they've only been a school for a decade or so now so hopefully that uh they get to continue to grow and maybe we'll see them back next year yeah, definitely. And uh, now we'll transition to another sport that is volleyball. Uh, we covered those games last week, but unfortunately couldn't cover Saturday's region tournament that was held at Hedgesville. Uh, Colin, do you have a report on how that went? Uh, like the games wise, do you know breakdowns of the games? I don't know who run the or won the final game. My assumption would be uh, Musselman from talking to Phil. I didn't hear any. Uh, it would be Musselman because Musselman loss. came in number one. So yeah, Musselman and Hedgesville, the two EPAC uh, Berkeley County teams, will advance to the state tournament, and it should be a uh, fun one. And they have a possibility of meeting up in the state championship as uh, the seating bracket wise was announced by the WVSSAC. And Musselman is number one out of the eight teams. Eight Hedgesville's teams. number two. There's only eight teams that make the state tournament? Yep, yeah. only eight. Quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. Uh, but so, so we'll give you the bracket for that. Number I one. I was just pulling it up as well. Number one, Musselman, uh, will face number eight, Hurricane. Well, I guess I'll give it to you by the times. So number four versus number five starts 8.30 Friday morning. This is in Charleston, West Virginia at the Charleston Convention how was it called? The old uh, arena. And, what was it called? The Charleston Events and Convention Civic Center? Center? The old Civic Center. I was about to say, I think they changed his name from the Civic Center. I mean, it used to be. It's I the don't same know. thing. Yeah. Charleston Arena. How about that? You could still call... Uh, it's the Charleston Coliseum and Convention Center. Call it the Capital One Arena of the Verizon Center. I'd still know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, down in Charleston uh, at the Coliseum and Convention Center... Starts AAA quarterfinals, 8.30 a.m. on Friday morning. Number four, George Washington plays number five, Woodrow Wilson or Beckley, as they like to be called, apparently. It's funny. Yeah. Their jerseys Uh, will say Beckley, but their school name is Woodrow Wilson. And everybody calls them by Beckley. Yeah. Uh, That'll be session one on court three. Uh, The second game of the day, which I'm presuming is going to be like 
20 to 30 minutes after the conclusion of that game on court three game two number one muscleman number eight hurricane uh then the winners will play each other of those two matchups and then the second side of the bracket has on the same they're all on court three um Hedgesville at number two plays number seven Bridgeport at 1.30 p.m. And then following that, I'm guessing 20 to 30 minutes later, number three Parker or number three Morgantown plays number six Parkersburg. The winners will play each other that evening. Um, I'm going to presume like five and six or something or six and seven, 30 or, you know, six and eight or however long it's going to take. Um and then on Saturday, they don't have a time set for the AAA state championship, but the winner of those ones will play each other for the state championship, which, as Colin mentioned, you could have a state championship with EPAC feel, as number one Musselman could play number two Hedgesville. Now, that possibility wouldn't have changed, but what did change, and it's kind of interesting, is Hedgesville being the second seed and Morgantown being the third seed. Because throughout the majority of this season, when you look at the rankings, Morgantown's actually been second in AAA. Hedgesville was uh, third or fourth bouncing back and forth there, typically third each time they've played Musselman. But after the regionals, they're now second, even though Morgantown won their region. Hedgesville did not win the region. Musselman did. Yeah, I don't know how that I mean, plays out. It, it's, I guess, not a huge difference, but definitely uh, an eyebrow raiser as most likely those two teams are going to play in the quarterfinals. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I just – that's crazy to me that I didn't even realize that was part of it all. Yeah. Do you know if uh, Hedgesville was competitive with Musselman at all on Saturday? I do not know. I could look it up. Let's I know see if it's on uh, I'm just the other games. It was. Um, Let's see if it's on Hampshire here. and Hedgesville went three to one. Hedgesville's uh, way. Musselman won three sets to nothing over. Musselman Washington. beat Hedgesville three to one. Okay. Yeah, so another three one win. Yep. So, so I was going to say I don't they, know how they do the rankings in volleyball. And I didn't know if like maybe sets one would help them. Hedgesville beat Hampshire three nothing. Over like a quality team. Yeah, first. said that. Yeah. So we could possibly see for a fifth time in a season Musselman Hedgesville if they meet again in the state championship, which is and crazy to think about that they've already played four times and all four times Musselman won. And I mean if that happens, you gotta be saying if you're a student, let's make that three and a half hour drive or four and a half hour drive. Oh yeah. Let's let's make they it. Will. If if possible they will. Yeah, that that would be something that would be amazing. Uh, yeah, there's no score. It's hard to beat a team five times. There's a season. there's a no score reported for Musselman Washington. It was three sets to nothing. Okay, there's no score reported on Max Preps, but yeah, yeah. Um, that should be a great state championship. And uh, depending on how things go next week or maybe even Friday, we'll try and get on Coach Martz if that's possible. So let's do it. Yeah, get let's on do the Edgesville coach as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Miss Whitford. Yeah. Allison Whitford. Uh, we can try and do those things. It'll all just depend on I don't, maybe probably not Friday because we got a packed show Friday already. We'll see. Or hopefully have a packed show. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely, you know, we got to talk about that just only because, you know, it's EPAC stuff. It's high school stuff. It's, you know, it's great to see these teams, you know, being so competitive at the state level and the fact they could play each other again. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's. They should 
the last biggest year, thing about it all. For those of you that uh, follow, remember last year, Hedgesville was up two sets to nothing against George Washington, then, and then uh, allowed George Washington to win the following three to advance to the state championship against uh, Musselman instead of Hedgesville advancing. So, Yep, definitely. Uh, we are now taking our second break of the day. Segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living. It's family owned and operated, located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. You can go to orsinis.com to look for more. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk college football action. Shepard gets a big win on Saturday, and some things changed. We t- kind of hinted at it in the beginning of the show, but we'll talk more about that. WVU falls to a ranked team. Marshall gets a big Big win leads the East Division. We'll talk all about that next on the Sports Mix. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Hi, my name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200-square-foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns & Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251. 360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community. W. Harley Miller Systems understands the need and desire for reliable and affordable smart home solutions. Secure your home with a security system and keep a close eye on your family. Automate your home with a control force system and have smart technology work as one. Set daily schedules to control your thermostats. Push a button and set the mood for dinner by dimming lights and playing music, or just sit back and enjoy a movie in your own home theater. Put decades of experience to work for you. Visit us at whmsystems.com or call 304-350-1931. Medicine is now offering a new robotic-assisted platform for minimally invasive biopsy in the lung. The ION system by Intuitive allows pulmonologists to diagnose lung cancers earlier and less invasively than ever before. With the ION system, tissue samples can be obtained from hard-to-reach areas of the lung, resulting in earlier diagnosis of smaller nodules and better outcomes for patients. WVU Medicine, the future of surgery is here. Hi, Crescia Hornby here. Larry DeMarco, broker of Modern Realty Results, believes he has some of the best real estate agents in the eastern panhandle. Agents at Modern Realty Results have years of experience and knowledge of the local real estate market. Agents within the office work as a team to provide quality customer service. We strive to always ensure client satisfaction through handling every transaction with honesty and integrity, all while offering competitive rates. Modern Realty Results is veteran-owned and managed. Please call us at 262-4222, modernrealtyresults.com. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Where's those boys got the counter? I get 55 to the gallon. Hey, listen to that new school. Never heard of Georgia Allen. There's old boys with the kind of boots you ain't supposed to get muddy. Ain't got a dog that lives outside. Ain't got a buddy. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on your Monday, November 8th. As talk a little Shepherd football as they got the win on 
Saturday, improving to 9-1 and one on the season. Will play an 11th game this week. They got the 55-7 to seven win. That's, what, now two dominating wins in a row for them and, what, three in their last four games? Or really five in their last six games. Yeah, Tyson Bajan's just or, No, even, go even further than that. That's six in their last seven games, going back to uh, the Shippensburg win, 59-27, 75. Well, they had a close game of Westchester. So I, I said they had, seven uh, of their last there eight. Yeah, that's that one game there. Yeah, uh, so 75-21 over Lockhaven, then 38-13 over Millersville, 42-38 over Westchester, that one game that we talked about. And then Bloomsburg, 62-18, and this week 55-7 over East Stroudsburg. And, uh, you know, just doing their thing. It seems like every week they're just doing great things. Uh, Tyson Bajan, 27 of 45, 437 yards, six touchdowns, no picks. Ronnie Brown, nine carries, 102 yards. Yeah, I mean. Tarek, eight catches, 195 yards. The Shepard offense, the number one offense in the country for a reason. I mean, Tyson Bajan, he gets it going. He's definitely going to be, you know, have a chance at, Numerous awards. I mean, he could. I definitely think he has the strong possibility to win PSAC East Offensive Player of the Year. I've, give it to him now. I, I mean, he show him a month ago. He just won the weekly honor again. Yep. And then on the defensive side, defensive end Kyle Smith won the def- PSAC East Defensive uh, Award this week. Uh, Smith led the Shepard defense uh, that limited East Stroudsburg to 125 yards total offense, seven points. Smith recorded three tackles, a pair of sacks for a loss of 14 yards, a forced fumble, fumble recovery, and a pass breakup. So this team getting going, getting having their best games at the right time. Yeah, and again, this week, Clarion, a winless football team. So a chance to clean up any of those errors that maybe you've had throughout the season. And... The last two weeks, though, it's been offense, defense, and special teams getting it done for the Rams. You know, besides a, a pretty good kick return that set up a touchdown drive for East Strasburg, the special teams were really good on uh, Saturday in coverage. Um, the defense obviously, you know, made its impact felt, and the offense, like we, like I just said, you know, the best offense in the country. Bajant, the leader in both, I believe, passing touchdowns and passing yards in the country, so he has been great for them, um, and. Again, you know, as the update, I think the playoff rankings, they update that tomorrow, I believe. So uh, when we get the new rankings, we'll see. But uh, I think Shepard's probably just going to stay in that three spot. But uh, it'll be interesting to see who moves around around them in the PSAC because obviously um, Slippy Rock beating Cal U, they'll move up. Cal U will probably drop back. And then, you know, the winner of Kutztown Slippery Rock this week for the PSAC Championship will probably move up. So, you know, can Shepard maybe get uh, into the top two? I think will be interesting. I think it will be hard to see two teams from the top or from the same conference get the one in the two. Um, but it could happen. And I wonder how they'll judge, too, depending on how close this PSAC Championship. Like, let's say Slippery Rock beats Kutztown this week. How will they judge Kutztown's win over Shepard? If it's like Slippery Rock rolls past cuts down, well, or my, my thought if it's is it's a really close game. How so? Shepard's not in the PSAC championship, right? But they, as of last week, sit at number three in the Super Region One poll, behind Cutstown and Bentley. Bentley's not a PSAC. Bentley team. lost though this week. Yeah, Bentley lost this week, so they're bound to move down. But what, what was your exact thought? My exact thought was. 
Shepard not in the East champ, not representing the East in the championship. If Bentley is eight and one, I'm guessing they're going wherever division, whatever conference they play in. I'm guessing they're going to their conference championship. Um, how does Shepard fit into this? I'm wondering, do they are they have the ability to still host a game? If I think so, yeah. I only ask that because your top two teams in your conference. I think usually get that opportunity. I mean, I could be wrong. That's just an interesting thought process. I just randomly thought about was does Shepard not being in the conference championship have anything to do with how they would rank in the super region rankings? I think too, they're going to look at it from the perspective of that Kutztown game was kind of a fluke, you know, especially slippery rock comes out and, and plays well this week against Kutztown because while I think Kutztown is a solid team, you, you look at their scores, and I mean, they're slipping by some of the mediocre teams in this conference while Shepard beats them by 50 points. So it was just a bad game for the Rams that Saturday for whatever reason. Maybe they overlooked a team like Kutztown who does you know, play their style of football, and when they play it well, they can be a really good football team. But overall, I, I think Shepard's the better team. Yeah, I mean, right now it seems like when that Shepard offense is clicking that they're basically unstoppable. I mean, they've been putting up just video game numbers offensively and 55 to 7 this past week probably could have had more I believe there was what two or three touchdown passes that were just right in and out of the hands of receivers so they could have put up 60 70 points again last week and had way more passing yards and everything else and obviously as we've said this defense and special teams are stepping up in the past two three weeks when they've needed to as well and that's exactly what you want to see from a team coming postseason time so i i wouldn't be surprised if they somehow got the number two spot even without a conference championship okay i'm just doing some numbers here uh doing some research <laughs> doing some research uh so bentley lost in the, I guess it's not an official champion. So they don't have two divisions in their conference. They're in the Northeastern 10, I believe, the NE10. Um, they don't have divisions. So they just have 10 teams in one conference, and whoever has the best record at the end of the season, unless they're tied, they, I'm assuming they don't do a conference championship. Bentley lost to New Haven, and New Haven won the NE10 title. Interesting. So. Uh, whoever plays this week, whoever, um, what am I trying to say here? Uh, Bentley does not, the game they play this week doesn't necessarily matter in their rankings. They're playing Assumption. Assumption right. is five and four on the year. So I, obviously yeah. if they, if yeah, like they're so not that the great. Region. And New Haven's playing an 0-9 team. So I'm assuming that New Haven jumps up on the poll. At eight and zero, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. I think Cutchtown's where one. it looks this week. Yeah, yeah. It sounds probably number one. Who do you put it to? I don't know. Bentley it could be Shepherd or, or Slippery Rock. Rock. It's just a very tight race in there. I think personally. I don't know. It's New Haven's record. Uh, they are. They got the win. They're eight and zero and seven and one in Division Two. So they're eight and zero in their. Hold on, let me look it up. Wait, what? That didn't make sense. I know, it didn't no, make sense. No, and then 7 and 1 does not make sense. 8 so, and 1. That makes sense. Let me look. So they have a loss as well. 
then. So they're eight and one on the season, seven and zero in the conference. They lost to Bowie State. Okay. okay. So Bowie State is in the super region, right? No, they're in a different super region. That's what I remember seeing though. So Bowie State isn't in the same region. Okay. So then that doesn't matter that way. But that's their only loss. And this week they'll play Franklin Pierce. That is, I believe, 0-9 on the season. Yes, they're 0-9 on the season. So they've lost nine straight. So, yeah, they should finish the season. I wonder where they'll you know, fall in these yeah. rankings as well, though, because they just beat the team that was number one. And obviously, they only have one loss. What is Slippery Rock at right now, rankings-wise? In the Super Region poll? Yeah, in the Super Region. Slippery Rock is sitting at seven in Super Region 1. I say they bump up to four. What about Cal U? Last time, in 2019, four teams from the PSAC made the playoffs. Right now, there's one, two, three, four, five. I'm thinking it's going to be Cutstown. I have to put Shepard. Then Bentley, then Slippery Rock as your top four. And I don't know how this week like transitions into the poll. Obviously, if like some one of the teams like not in the championship just loses, then you could fall out of there and not have five teams in the yeah. That's just something to look forward to uh, these coming up weeks. As um, on the twentieth is the Division Two football championship first round. Twenty seventh is the second round. December fourth is the quarterfinal. December eleventh is the semifinal, and December eighteenth is the championship final in McKinley, Texas. So there's the schedule for you. Um, but that it should be an interesting to see how things go uh, in that super region poll when it comes out this week. And then you'd have to obviously look. I'm presuming on Saturday or Sunday the first round matchups will come out. Right. Yeah. But now let's transition over to Division One football in the state in the Mountain State. Uh, after you know what was it a two game win streak for West Virginia beating number twenty two Iowa last Iowa State last week by a touchdown came out this week and laid an egg at home for the uh, retirement of Major Harris's number. They lost to number ten Oklahoma State twenty four to three. Couldn't even put up a touchdown in that one. I know. Uh, Gosh, you're just coming out the Mountaineers today. I know uh, over there, Collins a little disappointed and. Uh, Jared Deggy, 15-22, just 109 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Very inconsistent. Yeah, to say the least. Letty Brown, 10 carries, 24 yards. Tony Mathis led the way, 5 carries, 25 yards. I feel like that's been the story of the season for West Virginia. Uh, a lot of inconsistencies, especially on offense. Again, the defense played solid in terms of points allowed and gave you a chance to win, but – if you can't do anything offensively that makes it really tough and uh you know just another sign of inconsistency from the neil brown led mountaineers which you do wonder now how's, yeah how's but they're playing a, they're playing a top 10 playing. team like i don't necessarily not a know top that you... 10 team they One, lost they were to 11 to no they were 11 to they only well, averaged number 19 points a game just like you you will get more into it, but Spencer yeah. only averages 19 points a game. No, like uh, West Virginia, <laughs> West Virginia, and Oklahoma State. That's pretty good, Spencer. No, we're like, talking, talking about West about? Virginia. That's why I if I average 19 points a game in a college football game, I'll take that as a I don't even know how that would happen, but yeah, 
I don't either. I'll just I take that as a win, though. If I average 19 points in a Division One college football game, I don't yeah, play 19 football. points per game in anything. Yeah. <laughs> non athlete over here. Bowling. <laughs> Not bowling. <laughs> All right. Let's pay. So they'll, this week they'll be at Kansas State for a noon kickoff. That we'll have that game 8:30 right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 Kansas State on the year. Uh, what is Kansas State's record? I knew they were ranked about a week or two ago, and then lost to Iowa State, which dropped them out. So they are six and three, three and three in the conference. So they, are you saying who they beat? Who they lose? Yeah, they lost to Iowa State on October sixteenth, thirty-three to twenty. They've won three straight games, uh, including a one-point win over Texas Tech. 31-12 victory over TCU and a 35-10 win over Kansas. Um, that's Kansas. What? I said that's Kansas. It doesn't count. <laughs> All right. Can't wait until West Virginia loses to Kansas, though. All right. Well, let's transition to the That other. will be the end of yeah. Neil Brown. Yeah. If they lose to Kansas. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Other Division One team, FBS-wise, in the Mountain State, Marshall. Gets the 28-13 win over Florida Atlantic. Improves a 6-3, number one in the Eastern Division of Conference USA. Grant Wells, 26 of 38, 351 yards, one touchdown, one pick. But finally getting the numbers-wise in the air, he hasn't really done that lately, Nick. Yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, I didn't watch any of this game because it was on Facebook, and I've moved on to bigger and better things, baby. Sunbelt, we're on ESPN now. If they're not on ESPN, I'm not watching. All right. Well, Rasheen Ali, the nation's leader in running, or I think it's total touchdowns, actually, added two more. To, Gets uh, the ball Saturday. every time they're inside the 10-yard line. 18 rushes, so. 90 yards, five a carry, two touchdowns. I don't think he played in the latter half of the game, though. Uh, Willie Johnson, uh, five catches, 140 yards, 28 uh 28 yards a catch with one touchdown, the only touchdown that Grant Wells threw, balling out in front of 56 people that came to the game for him. As he's from uh, that was the majority of the crowd near Boca Raton. He's from, from what I saw, where is he from? I thought Holy you didn't watch. Yeah. I mean, I saw pictures. I, mean, I kept up on Twitter, but I was like, eh, I kept F-A-U. up on Twitter. Kept up on Twitter. Can't go to Facebook. Yeah. Uh, I was watching too much work. That's games. Facebook. That's so he's from Fort Myers. So, so Fort Myers to Boca Raton, obviously. As we're on. Facebook right now. Yeah, we're on Facebook. Nick, how'd you move on to bigger and better things? We're literally on Facebook, right? I mean, right this moment. TV 10 Facebook, that's on a different level than Facebook live stream on Stadium or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, but Marshall, you know, after a shaky, you know, couple middle couple weeks of the, you know, first three or four weeks of the season, they're doing pretty well. Yeah, I mean, again, they're in the tougher part of their schedule now. So for a team like the Herd, that is in a first-year head coach uh, in Charles Huff or with a first-year head coach in Charles Huff, we kind of expected this. I think if you had high expectations that they were going to be as good as they were to begin the start last season, then you weren't paying attention. Obviously, they had a lot of players transfer out due to Doc Holliday leaving and all the other coaches leaving besides Tim Cramsey. And then all the players wanting to come in because of Charles Huff. Right. So And people not thinking they're going to be There was a lot of turnover time, so with yeah. this football team. And a now lot of six year guys, though. A lot of yeah. guys stuck I mean, Willie Johnson's been there 15 years. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I started school with him. I live right down the hall from him freshman year. There you go. <laughs> so, I mean, they're starting, though, to pick it up. And I think they'll be... Uh, 
you know, at this point in the season, we're starting to see a, a more complete team from Marshall, and uh, they still got some challenges left on that schedule, though. Yeah, some challenges. They got a huge challenge this week against uh, UAB, trying to avenge the conference championship loss last season they had. Yeah. So it'll be a big one. And, excuse me, it's really a big one for Marshall overall. It's the closest game to November 14th. It'll be Saturday, November 13th. So they're honored the 75. And, um, you know, it just seems like that game, there's always something, some somebody up, up in the sky helping Marshall. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's an important game. And, um, you know, the fan base should come out. And, uh, you know, it's always a, a very close game, usually. It, it does have a lot of great moments over the years. So, you know, obviously, you hope Marshall can get that win, as they did, I believe, every single time with Doc Holliday. Yeah. Um, well, this is going to be a really big one for UAB because they can't overlook Marshall because they have the best team in the West the next week, UTSA. So and Marshall right now is tied for the lead in the East. Oh no, yeah, but I yeah they're tied for the lead yeah, with Western Kentucky. Yeah, and then they're going to face Western Kentucky in about three weeks. So should be a good one. So you don't in Huntington lose. this week as they honor the seventy-five Sunday. They'll have the fountain ceremony like they always do on the fourteenth. Uh, should be a good one for Marshall. Only only Division One football game going on in the state. So if you if you're in the area, obviously a lot of people are going to go to that game. I would think so, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we've reached our final break of the day. Segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com. When we come back, we'll talk a little NFL, a lot of a lot of crazy upsets yesterday as we wrap things up next on the Sports Mix. Up in Pocahontas, in the cranberry glades. Ain't got bars nor the charge to call her with four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest-growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Touchdown! Juju Smith-Schuster right to left across the back of the end zone. All season long, Bill Hillgrove, Craig Wolfley, and Missy Matthews bring you pregame interviews, the game itself, plus the Mike Tomlin press conference. Yeah! No one covers the team on game day like the Pittsburgh Steelers radio network. How about that play? Right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM and AM 740. This is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces. Not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Let's go to some beers. Not near grill and pub. 
conveniently located right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway. Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go! King some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your Monday, November 8th. Segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Before we get into NFL topics, just want to remind fans of Martinsburg that uh, if you want to go to the playoff game this Friday, you have to pre-buy tickets. No tickets sold at the gate. You have to buy them online. Uh, the game versus Parkersburg South, they must be purchased online. Uh, they're, uh, you can go to gofan.co or you go to their the Martinsburg Athletics Facebook page and there will be a link with everything on there if you don't remember everything. So it's gofan.co slash app slash school slash WVSSAC. Once there, search WVSSAC. Look for the Parkersburg South versus Martinsburg game. Select the tickets for your purchase. Their website has helpful information for any questions you may have. Upon arrival Friday, you will electric electronically verify, validate, show your phone the ticket to the ticket takers. Uh, there will be QR codes posted <laughs> around. I, <laughs> I was just looking at you the entire time like, what are you doing? <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be QR codes posted around the entrances for you to purchase tickets. If you hadn't done it prior, no one will be permitted to enter the into the stadium without going through the ticket booth. No seat reservations also seats will be first come first serve no passes are used except for wvssac c and i cards that includes county passes tickets cost eight dollar uh there will be very limited number of emergency tickets for purchase at the game if someone does not have a smartphone they will be eight dollars a ticket just wanted to remind you guys about that and uh we got a couple of minutes left some high tech for these it's because the ssac takes all the money i'm pretty sure I mean, a good. They can't make the gate in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, We'll quickly talk about some NFL stuff. Some big, uh, big upsets yesterday. I mean, one. uh, There's one game that had you know crazy things because one guy on one team on defense has the same name as the other team's quarterback. Uh, Josh Allen. Yeah. The the guy. The linebacker named Josh Allen. Josh Allen had a good day. Yes. a terrible day. Yes, Josh Allen, the linebacker, bested Josh Allen, the quarterback, as the uh, Jaguars got a nine to six win over the Bills. What a shocker! Uh, Giants got a twenty three sixteen win over the Raiders. Falcons got a twenty five to twenty seven or twenty seven twenty five win over the Saints. Cowboys lost. Cowboys lost. Browns won forty one to sixteen. Uh, just a lot of stuff happening all around in the yeah, NFL. Washington's the loss to the Broncos wasn't as bad as Washington well. didn't lose yesterday because they didn't play yesterday. So Ravens beat the Vikings. Ravens That's did true. beat the Vikings. You were there in overtime. In overtime. Uh, great win for them. Tucker's the best. Uh, obviously Aaron Rodgers impact felt the Chiefs won 13 to 7 
Uh, tonight, you can hear right here, Talk Rated WRNR, as the Steelers host the Bears. That'll be a 9 p.m. game, as we'll have the Bob Huggins Coaches Show from 7 to 9. We'll join in progress, the Steelers Radio Network, tonight. Uh, we should have a fun week of shows this week. Keep tuning in for Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini. I'm Spencer Bree saying so long. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk with you tomorrow. Thank you.